UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, uh, oh, welcome yeah. back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have a, a couple of fascinating guests with me today. Now, I've had each of these guests on separately, but they're a husband and wife duo. And who I'm speaking of is Bill Hallman, the keeper of the Crystal Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull, and Catherine Lanigan, the author of the Angel Watch series, including Divine Nudges and Angel Tales. Um, like I said, they've both been on my show separately, and they both had like stellar performances. Yes. And uh, they're just here to share a message today about the Crystal Skull and some appearances they're going to be having. And uh, yeah, I want to welcome to the show, uh, Bill, Catherine, how are you guys doing? Thank you for coming back on. Oh, you're welcome. Great. Great to be here. Okay. So I guess we should say this first. Do you want to tell the people the dates of where you guys are going to be um, coming up? I know you said you're going to be in, at the Serpent Mound on March 18th, and you're also going to be in New York as well soon. Yes, we're going to be in, uh, at Lilydale, which is the oldest spiritual center in the United States. We're going to be there for the um, summer solstice. That's the end of June, June, I think it's the 23rd, 24th and 25th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Bill will be opening the whole season with the Crystal Skull. The Tibetan monks will be there as well. And he's going to do a workshop on Saturday afternoon with the Crystal Skull. And then I'm going to do a workshop on Saturday morning with um, working with your angels. So it's going to be a fun, you yeah. know. Then we got contact in the desert at the beginning of June. So that's always fun. That's yeah. out at uh, uh, Joshua Tree in California. And what's going on with the serpent mouth? What do, what do you, I know that's March 18th, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. See that? I've, I like to be at uh, some very, the different, interesting, powerful energy places. And Serpent Mound is definitely fits in that category uh, as an ancient uh, site. And it also, is, it'll be right on the, uh, on the equinox. So we're there on that equinox. And then we're out in, uh, in New York at the uh, Lilydale. We'll be there for the summer solstice. So. Those are two important times. Yes, so, there yeah. are. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys, would you guys want to talk about the crystal skull today? Where did it come from and what's it made of? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's considered one of the most mysterious artifacts in the world. There's all people think this and people think that. When it comes down to it, nobody really knows the whole story because it, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things just like, uh, the giants that uh, they found in different parts of the world, they, everything that like that kind of disappears. But the skull is here, it's right with us, and you can see it and be around it, which makes it so good. But the skull is made out of piezoelectric quartz. Uh, it's the same kind of quartz they make computer chips out of. So it's like a, a huge uh, computer chip storage device. And it uh, has a, a iridium 77 as the element that's uh, in in the skull that uh, they say it comes from uh, meteors or from outer space. So the connection to the skull and, and outer space seems to pop up a lot. Uh, it's made against the grain, which is impossible. There are no tool marks that they can find on it. It's uh, It has lenses and prisms built inside the crystal. And to do that, to build a crystal, and have those lenses uh, inside of it would take uh, zero gravity to try to do it. They're doing it in space now at the space station, growing crystal. But this would be a pretty huge crystal growing. The 90 degree turn is like if you put a light underneath it, 
it comes up a 90 degree turn brings it out the eyes so i think they the ancients might have used it in a time where they, let's say you were in a cave in the jungle and it's sitting on a rock and all they're all there and they're they're uh, looking and watching and all of a sudden the rock underneath it moves a little bit and the, there's a fire under there and the light of the fire shoots out the eyes. How would you like to be in a jungle in the dark when that happened? <laughs> oh my God, that'd be insane. Well, I was thinking like just had a guy named Dr. Lynch on my show. He's, he's really good with like, he was telling me about paraplasma physics and that we're basically all just energy, that we're energy. So we're kind of reacting with the skull. It's energy too. And it's made up of energy magnetic components, right? Is that kind of what it, or no? Yeah, well, it does have, it has this energy field about it. As a matter of fact, uh, there's a lot of people that, even on Zoom, that are able to feel it. And there's probably a good chance you're probably feeling the energy just being, you know, here looking at it. I'm not sure if you can feel it. It's a I, real I do. It's, I do feel something. Yeah, yeah. It goes right into your heart. But it, the skull is, they say, it's, it's here at a time when the world needs help. And I, I'm pretty sure we're at that time now. What do you think? Yeah, I would, I would definitely <laughs> say so. Um, well, why, why the crystal skull now? Why would you say it's so important? I mean, if you could talk about well, that. Well, it is. It's, a, it's an ancient storage device. Besides, they believe it has the knowledge of the universe stored inside the crystal, but it also has a way of connecting with people that have past life connection with it. So. It, you know, it goes through the different important times like the Egypt, uh, the Mayan, the, uh, it goes way back Syrian, it goes back into uh, Atlantean, they say, and the Lemurian, they say, and even before that. So if you have that connection, and there's a lot of people that are born on the planet now that have strong past life connections to Atlantis. So we're in that position now where the people are here that were at Atlantis at the time when it was destroyed, and the people are here that were trying to, you know, build Atlantis and come forward to a higher consciousness. At the same time, there were people trying to destroy the world, and we're kind of in that that position of that. And so it's uh, it has its force in what it does. It works with universal love, and. From what I've been working with and feeling, I believe it's probably as far as spiritual beings, it's the most important and powerful force on the planet is opening up your heart and your mind to this love and using that in creation of what you want in your world, not just what's happening and what you're bringing in that you don't want. It helps you to focus on things that can is better for you, your family, your friends, and the world. And that's kind of exciting thing there, doing that. Yeah, that so, is. Um, it says here that the indigenous legends all mention the crystal skull. Do they talk about it? Yeah, yeah well, there's a legend of uh, the 13 skulls. And they, they say that there's 13 different masters, and each one created a different skull. And they were in communication and, you know, working with the Mayas and, Lu and Lubantun, where the skull was found, tell me that it's a communicator to the gods. So it's like it, it's used in communication, mind communication with the other skulls, no matter where they were on the planet. And so uh, that's, uh, that's the idea of where when they put, brought these skulls out, then they were able to put them in different places and they were able to connect them. And, you know, they think, oh, you have to, one of the legends is that if you got all the skulls together, there'd be world peace. And working with the skull, what came through the skull is you could have world peace tomorrow if we had enough people coming together. Because it, what it is, it's a transmitter that uh, takes energy and, and amplifies it. So with proper thoughts and beliefs that sending out this universal love and and working for peace, we could create peace right on the planet right now. It's, you know, it's up to us. We are the creator beings here, and we're coming to a point in life where we're starting to take back who and what we are. And that's the, another thing the skull is very much connected to is learning to uh, 
go into a person's inner self, not just the you know the outside, but inner self and connecting them to uh, their their essence of what their true nature is and bringing through these different gifts and abilities. And this person had this learning life in life and he learned this in another life and whatever and coming to bring those those abilities together and taking back the power to heal ourselves, heal the world. And that's kind of what we're, we're looking at right now as a possibility, which is really to me very exciting. But uh, the legend of the 13 skulls say, say that, uh, that there were, and this is a, a Mayan legend. It's a Hopi legend. It's an Aborigine legend. It's a Navajo legend. There's like five different indigenous groups that in their uh, beliefs, they believe in there was these 13 skulls. So they're buried in different parts of the world and, uh, and they're wanting to come out now at this time. That's what my feeling is. That's fascinating. Now, Catherine, what have the angels been, what are the messages from the angels that kind of dovetail the messages from the crystal skull? They're uh, very similar that this, this time right now is, uh, Never before has have the human have human beings been in a place where we can evolve as much as we can, you know, meeting our higher self and and really evolve to a, a, a almost a heavenly place. And we can create that. We can create that with light from from um, our creator, and we can by staying in our positive place and and working with our angels where obviously they are coming in from a you know from heaven and um keeping keeping the light all around us and around our families at the same time we constantly that's just what the skull is saying is remember who you when when it says remember who you are it's really trying to for you to connect to your past lives the power places where you were not we we've it's almost like we have devolved through our humanity, you know, from the, uh, even though we're, we have high technology and we have running water and all these kinds of things, we, as a, as a group of human beings, we're just like sheep, you know, and, and that's proven by what happened with the COVID. I don't mean to be too political, but I mean, we all went for shutdown. Oh, sure. I'll stay home for two years and not go anywhere and wear a mask over my face. And I'll do whatever anybody else tells me instead of listening to their heart but that's turning around now because I think that we have been doing a lot of work with the angels and the messages that come through are exactly the same is, you know, stay in a, stay in a very positive place. Don't give in to fear. You know, fear is, um, it's not real. You know, it's, it, it just, it's like a, a play toy that the dark side uses to, to keep your attention away from the angels that are all around you. You're never alone. You're never alone. You always, every person is born with two angels and that's just to begin with. And then after that, as, as you go through your life and you have different um, circumstances or different things in your career, you always have angels that come in and help you. There are healing angels. There are you know, career angels, there are, uh, there's even, I mean, St. Michael even helps you with a computer, for goodness sake, you know? That's so, interesting. Like, so is, it, how, is it e how is an easy way for us to call on our angels or what, what, what's a good way to try to connect with them? It's just, it's, it's actually as simple as asking. Uh, here's, you know, my guardian angel, I, you know, even if you don't know what their names are, you can just say, you know, in my dreams, I want you to tell me what your name is. That's real simple. And in, and if you do it and you ask three times within three days, you will get your answer. Now, it may come from three different people, maybe a stranger who will say, you know, my name is Michael. Maybe the next person you meet is said, oh, my name is Michael. And then within an hour or two, you get a call from somebody else who says, my name is Michael. Well, right there, you know, your angel is Michael. It could be a real strange name like Haniel. There's an angel, Suriel, Sariel. You know, maybe you'll hear these names like cereal sounds like you would hear the word cereal and think, you know, Wheaties or, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios or something. But that's really the name of a cereal as, as a is an angel, S-A-R-I-E-L, you know, helps with relationships, you know. 
Do we so, have to know the names of our angels, or is it like can we like try to figure them out, or like is, do you get like can you go to a psychic and try to get the names of your angels? Or is no, you can go online and get them. I, literally, you can go online and get the names of the angels, and um, that gives you a base to go from. You know, if you want to. I mean, everybody knows the four main angels are archangels are Michael, Gabriel. You know, Gabriel, come blow your horn, Ariel. Uriel and um, Raphael. I mean, those are five of them, but but those are the like the head guys. You know, almost everybody that knows anything about angels knows that. But when you start dealing with your angels, you're always coming from the light. You're always getting protection from the light. You're getting the strongest kind of protection that you can have, and and you're never alone. They don't like go away. They're still there, you know, and that's what I think is the most important thing about working with the angels is that they're always there. And what's interesting to me is that when Bill and I will have a session, he'll be talking about something and he'll start channeling and it'll be exactly the same message that I got from an angel, identical, you know. So I, I think that's truly interesting because the he brings in the 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 energy from God the Creator into the skull to help the person who he's having a session with, and at the same time, uh, I'm seeing angels around the room or feel their light, or I get a message from them to help that person, especially if there's a you know um, you know relationship issues or family, you know that kind of thing, career. So, yeah, yeah. so Bill, what have you been channeling lately? And like, where does you, where do you think it comes from? Uh, you know, uh, it, what it is, you know, how you've had, you have so many people on here and they're all different, uh, coming from different ideas and modality, modalities and everything. But if you look at this, there's a common message from all of them. And they, they come in about the fact is that uh, it's time to take this, something's going to happen and it's time to wake up and you can't wait. You know, this this message is, is being picked up and it's, you know, when the message is given on a uh, massive level, right? If, we, if you're a transmitter, you can send out. But if you're a receiver, you're picking up this from the higher dimensions. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're a physical being here, three dimensional, but we're also more than our physical body. And we're really connected to all these pl planes and different places and that's where right. it makes it so interesting. And with the angels and stuff, uh, their their frequency is is at a higher level that, you know, they could be right here next to you, and they are, but you don't even realize it. So it's coming into that. And we're at a point that, you know, the, you know everybody think good or bad, but we're all really one, uh, this family of, of, of dimensional beings. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of us. Uh, learning that, you know, you need negative to become the positive, especially in the physical world. So if there was everything when the, your whole life was perfect and you lived your whole life that way, you'd probably end up your life and have grown about nothing, you know. But uh, have you had any problems in your life? You know, we have problems. And the more problems you have and you work through, that's that's your strength and your character and everything like that. And it gives you a chance to really grow because that's that's how I I feel about it, and that's what I I've, I've been through a lot of things myself. So it's a matter of, right. of instead of going into fear and worrying about it, it's a matter of taking your mind and just stay in a balance point, and then start as creator gods that we're learning to be again. It's a matter of. Uh, thinking about what you want for your family, your friends, your world. Right. And as we go into that and start to bring that through, uh, we're changing, we're changing not only ourselves, we're changing the world. So it's, it's very, very exciting to be able to, to come into that understanding. And you, you know, do we need the negative? Well, without the negative, there would be no positive. And we're at a point right now that are we going to, make the jump, the leap into the higher consciousness, which is a real possibility. And, uh, you know, it's it's exciting time. And if you take it as, oh, I'm scared of this is going to happen, or they're going to do this to us, 
if you take it as joy and fun and have fun in your life and look for the things that make you happy and bring that into your life, uh, that's, that makes, that's a power in itself, you know? And I feel that the, we have the capability and the power to make the difference and make the change. You know, you think everybody gets so pessimistic of what's happening in the world. And, but really it's a matter of taking back our individual power and starting to learn to create a world of this higher joy and peace and love. And that's what the skull is about. It brings this consciousness through and opens people up to that, that deep inside self. Uh, that's why I hope sometime you get a chance to sit with it because it is an experience and it is a, it's like a, uh, it's a remembering is what it's really all about. And, and so that's a way of finding all those different gifts and abilities and, and bringing those out into the world because what you have were gifts that you brought here. And so many times they've been beat out of people by uh, parents that said, oh, you shouldn't see this or you shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't be able to, or teachers or whatever. And it's, you have to, uh, those are you know, the blocks that keep you from being all that you can be. And as we release those blocks and come into our full power and our full divinity as, as uh, God beings, we're human, you man, God man, we are. And taking back our who and what we are and bringing that into the world, we're, we're gifted to make this new world. And it's up to do, us to do it. And if we do it, okay. And if we don't, we'll probably destroy it again and we'll come back and not remember it. So it's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> but uh, do you guys think there's to... something supernatural with the skull, like something like really like you think it was, it was brought here from ETs or do you think it, it, it uh, what were your thoughts on either? Okay. Of you? Well, you know, it, it's uh, nobody knows how it could be made. And uh, it's even today that it would be, as far as the inner building of the skull and the quality of the crystal and where it came from, uh, that right there, uh, it had to be someone with a lot or some something with a higher intelligence than we have now as we think we're the, the smartest. And if you go back in time, uh, you know, I work with a lot of indigenous and, you know, they, they call it uh, the star people. And uh, right. if you... You know what they say they're really connected to that it's not like it's really foreign like it is to most people they're a part of their belief their religion is the star people and the star people were are came here to help mankind and they and that's what i feel is probably uh the skull is a template for in the physical plane the 3d plane for a uh the human being, you know, why the shape of a skull? And there was, you know, a lot of people think it's a, you know, a demonic thing is bad or whatever. But the skull is something that, you know, if you were an ancient race and you wanted to bring that knowledge through to a, a much uh, farther along a race in in, a, in the future, how what would you put that knowledge in? You would put it in something that was feared very much or something that was loved very much. And, you know, if looking at the skull, it's, it's so beautifully made that instead of feeling a negative thing, you feel the beauty of it. It has uh, dolphins in the cheekbones. I don't know if you can see it, but it's got the two dolphins, just like uh, they call it's them. Massive. Yeah, here's the head of it, the tail and the fin, and there's one on each side. And so... And, and if you look at the back of it, it's like a human brain, two halves of a human brain. And it's like, it almost feel like it's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Does it almost have like an elongated skull? Like, do you think that- it, yeah, it is a, it's an uh, elongated skull. And, uh, you know, going through uh, some the different things you, you see, there was an archeological find of a skull that was like, Three million years ago. ago, right? Yeah, and this skull—if you took a picture, have a picture of it, and you put it right by the skull, the shape of it, the eyes, everything—look very similar to that skull. Right. So 
That's kind of wild. That is. That, that, that makes me think like that there maybe there was like a different race maybe here once that like or maybe this goes back to the times of Atlantis and Lemuria and that was like the original people there that, that kind of made this. I mean if you ever think about that kind of folklore, what do you think? Well, you know what? It makes makes more sense than a, a lot of other things you could say, you know, so right. it, it's more in balance and, you know, with uh, what probably is more truth. I would have to say it is, yes. Yeah. Now, do, do people's um, abilities get opened up when they're around the skull, like psychic abilities? How's that work out? Like, Yeah, well, you know what? What I find, and this is really interesting. So this the skull does three things uh, that it does more, but the three things that kind of stand out that I use it for is when I work with uh, people one-on-one, -on -one, if I had a hundred people, everyone would get something different out of it. So it's not like, all uh, one thing fits all, right. but it's very individual because it connects individually with each person. And so uh, that's why uh, when you uh, meet the skull, it, it kind of, you feel it in your heart. And, you know, I, it has an energy. I could probably, watch this. I'll show you if I can get it moving. There. I, I missed. Uh, you you can get it to move. No, I'm not going to move, but I'm sending the energy, energy. wave at you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can feel it for sure. Like I feel like an overall sense of like real calm. Like it, it made yeah. me feel like really calm, and I felt a, a tingling go over my body. I'm not kidding you. I'm not lying. Like, I really. No, I, I always get a tingling in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So. But so yeah. that's one of the things it does because it helps people to remember, remember who and what they are, remember their gifts. And then, you know, I see how it, it changes lives all the time. And, you know, I can't say, oh, it's going to do this for you or do that. It, you know, if you go there with an attitude that you want it to do something, then it, uh, it has a chance that it probably won't do it. Right. But if you go there with an open vessel, and just allow what happens. It it it's it really is a really amazing. I have a really good job, and the fact is, I'm able to uh, touch hearts and open hearts and uh, remove blocks and make a big difference in people's lives. Yeah. So what's a really joy? It's a it's a you know everybody has a gift, and it's a matter of helping people find those gifts and how they can make a difference in the world. And there's not not that many people that always follow their joy, their love, and listen to that voice. Uh, I would say that I'm looking at one right now because I know you're like that. I mean, you have this drive that you believe in and this thing that you see, and you, you're bringing all this knowledge together from all the different uh, groups and ideas and beliefs, and, and it, but it's, it's right on the cutting edge, but you're, that's something that your gift that you're giving to the world and so it's uh yeah. it's a blessing and really neat to see but that's what it does for people it also works really good on uh on the different energy lines and 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 uh they call them sun lines and ley lines or ley lines and these ley lines sometimes uh, the energy is blocked and stuff a story is when i was uh first got the skull i was got an invitation to go to Australia. And so, okay, I went to Australia. But when I got there, the Aborigines were waiting for me and they had told everybody that I was coming like three or four years before I had any idea. And so when they got me there, they wanted me to take it out to a special place, a caldera. And I took it out there and I placed it on a sun line that came from an ancient volcano and it went through the sea all the way to Machu Picchu and they had it there and they uh, they did their ceremony and it didn't really take too long and all of a sudden they shook their head and said thank you and I picked up the skull put it in the in the case and I went away but they they said it opened up a line that had been blocked for hundreds and hundreds of years so uh, it's I don't understand it and I'm starting to understand it more but I'm finding it pulls and takes me to these special places. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, there's this legend is there's 13 of these skulls. And I have uh, basic ideas where a lot of them are. Like there's uh, one in Ireland and there's one in Hawaii. There's one in uh, 
uh, Guatemala. So there's different ones. There's one in the United States, they say. What but, about uh, Max, the crystal skull? Does it have any relation to that? Or do you guys know anything? About, I've heard about that but, one, too. I mean, I, the, the people that have it now, uh, they're friends of mine, and I, I work with them. Uh, you know, there are uh, a number of old ancient skulls around. Uh, they're, you know, they have different roots, what they come from. But uh, the, they, the skulls right now, uh, in 1970, well, the skull was found in 1924, almost 100 years ago. But uh, in 1970, it came out for the first time, and they put it on Arthur C. Clarke on the start of the show. And it, the skull was there, and it was turning. And everybody would see it at the beginning of the show. And it, what it does, it has a tendency to touch something deep inside your, your memory. Mm -hmm. And after that, people started looking about for skulls, thinking about skulls. Because at the time, there was only three skulls. It was the Chris Mitchell Hedges skull, the British Museum skull, and the French Museum skull. But now... If you look around, there's millions and millions of these skulls that have been made, but it's like important thing. It's this, it works like a, a rock thrown in a, in a puddle and the waves go out. And this it, it kind of uh, connects to this universal love. The skulls themselves have connections and they, yeah, I know people bring their skulls and, but you, I can just look and you can see, wow, there, there's a connection there. They like it. Yeah. So you have, Sometimes the personalities of the people are a little bit rough, uh, to get, <laughs> but the, the skulls themselves have, have a deep connection. So it's, uh, it's a neat thing, and it's neat for people to have because it's surprising how they can connect because it's that crystalline state. That's where we're working on being, uh, going from a, you know, like a Christ consciousness into a, a, uh, uh, purity consciousness or pure, just like the skull. So the crystal consciousness that I'm talking about is more of us taking back our power of who and what we are and becoming a, the creator beings to be able to, instead of working with fear where you create all this bad stuff and bad timelines, stay in a, a way of peace and joy and bringing it forward that you're doing things for yourself and your family and the world and making happy things happen, not just in your country or your city, but it's, it's the gift oh, to the, planet. for the whole planet. So that's, that's what makes it so neat. And as I'm having this stuff and I'm talking about it, it's really neat because it's, it's like seeds that are being planted all over and people are saying it. So I feel, well, I must, I'm, getting the message right it's coming through right and strong and if you it's like the hundredth monkey you probably heard of that before yeah yeah so it's like that and you don't need billions of people you just have to have the right amount of people with the right mental state that when that happens this whole change could be and we could go into this higher consciousness which really It'd be, you know, what we're really all about. It's a galactic consciousness connecting to all the different galactic beings all over the universe. And uh, they're waiting for us. They're watching us. And they're, they're very patient with us. I'll have to say that. And I well, think I was going to say, do you, I'm sorry. I mean, do you guys no. think that this is now because like there's like a huge like awakening going on and a conscious expansion, like it seems like now it seems like is the time for this, right? It seems like the whole world's kind of waking up to their abilities. Yeah. Well, you know, there's astrologically things are in place in a very interesting time of, of bringing in this new knowledge. But, you know, I, I believe we're, you know, we, this, the uh, universe, our universe travels through space, just like we travel around the sun. Our universe travels around the central sun and there's different parts of our our galaxy or our mm -hmm. universe that have different energy uh potentials and they call it a photon belt and supposedly we've entered into this photon belt which is an energy area of higher uh, uh energy focus uh light higher 
powerful light and bringing that light into is like putting a light bulb in each of our heads and it's opening us to this new consciousness. So a lot of it's happening without, without us having to do anything. But I find a lot of people that never thought about this before, all of a sudden they've just grown and it's like a water on a, on, a, on a dry plant all of a sudden coming to life with this this knowledge and connection. And as they connect to the past, just like uh, the, you know, the ancient would do, they would connect to this, this higher dimensional knowledge that, you know, they knew the stars, they know all the planets, they knew the, 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 uh, the shape and positions of different pyramids all over the earth. And they had that knowledge. And it's not like they went to school and got it. They went into their inner self and connected with their higher consciousness of something that is uh, ability that all of us have. And as we go into the dream state and stuff, this knowledge is starting to come through to us at different levels. And so, uh, you know, it's very important to uh, listen to those voices. It's very important to ask, like Catherine says, they, they're there to help us. These dimensional beings are there and that's 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 who and what we are if we connect to them and ask for their help it makes life so much easier and better and we're able to become all that we can be and that's that's the joy right there is becoming yeah. all that we can be so that's it's we're in a good time right now you think all this stuff's happening this is this is a massive chance to really become that 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 dimensional connection to the, the galactics. Do you guys think that did, we've ever gotten to this point before where we were this technologically advanced and like spiritually advanced and then kind of we blew it? Maybe that's what Atlantis was. And maybe a lot of us are back now uh, living at this time to like fulfill what maybe we didn't do in Atlantis and Lemuria. Perfect. You're right. Exactly. exactly. And that's, that's what it's all about. You know, we're, we're given another chance and, the, the people are here that have that knowledge and they're they're starting to connect to that knowledge and the more they do they're you know that back in that you know each time the world is destroyed and bring it back they come back a different way now we are in a technical age everything's technical we're scientifically technical but you know and back in Atlantis uh, the power source and the energy and everything came through crystal these power power crystals that they were using power crystals that were there to uh, use for healing, for flying, for all these things that we do, but they did it through different forces, forces of that energy. And then if you go back to another ancient time, they, they, they did it a different way. That's like, you know, like medicine, you know, the, the people were put on the earth and, and the people in the West, have Western medicine and the people over in Asia have Asian medicine. And it's just because the knowledge started to grow and they, they grew it here and they grew here. So whatever seeds they had, uh, had a different look and shape as the other ones. Everything wasn't the same. They did it, but they were able to heal using uh, different uh, methods. And that happens on everything and all these different levels. It's I, I'm really, uh, feel the importance of really connecting to these multidimensional uh, beings that are here to help us now and guide us. And they're there. And it's just so important, as Catherine says, uh, to connect with these because uh, through that, uh, we're able to, to make the leap into uh, a very different place, a very joyful place, a hope place. Yeah, the whole thing now, the skull says, it's the time to have joy and go for that joy. And think about, you know, as it, you get rid of all these blocks and now you're like standing there. Now, what do you want to be with your life? Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? And then make you go forward and create it because we are the creator beings. And so this is this is a joyful time right now. And it's a fun time. So I, I totally agree. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, I was just going to say, I've heard many people say that, that we're like creator beings and that like we have the ability to create, you know, like, with the, with like using like 
manifestation techniques, affirmations, the law of attraction, like it's a time where we can more more inept to create our reality more than ever, I think, right? Well, the veil is really thin now. And the thinner it is, the more this happens and the more your creations happen faster. So everything you think about, think about it. Oh, you're thinking about, a, uh, you want a new car. Oh, and here's the car I want. And all of a sudden, everywhere you look, that car is driving down the street and you're seeing it. Before that, you never saw it, but you're, you're creating it to be around you. And everything in your life, you want a house and you want this in your house and that. Okay, well, this is the physical world. It takes a little longer, but all those things are come to you. you you're, everything we do, we are creating it. And, you know, this massive technology that's coming through, it's coming through. Look at Tesla. He was bringing it back in the early 1900s. He was right. bringing this stuff, knowledge through that even today it's uh, more advanced than some of the stuff that we have. And so uh, it's there and it's this knowledge is there. It's on the other side. But any of us have the gift as uh, God beings to go get it and bring it back. And usually when there's an idea to help mankind, it's given in different places. And who's the first person to grab it is the ones that gives it. And there's other people standing there and saying, oh, I knew that. I should have done it. And they, somebody already did it. So it's, that happens a lot. Yeah. That's fascinating. Catherine, did you want to add anything? Well, just, uh, it's, it's especially, you know, the, the angels are of a higher frequency. And, and when you can connect with your angels, you're bringing in that higher frequency, which then brings you up to their level and then brings you to a place where you're manifesting that new world or that new timeline. We call the timeline, a new timeline of joy and happiness. I mean, real happiness, you know, not just, you know, not just physical things, but, you know, you can get somebody can give you a Rolls Royce and you get in this car and you drive it around and you go, well, that's really great. You know, it's a nice car, but I still feel hollow inside. You know, that's why some people are like shopaholics. They can't feel the hole inside. That hole inside has to be filled by your connection to God and angels and filling yourself with your own self-esteem. And that's what you know, I, I do have a purpose. I do have a reason to be on this earth. And the reason we have to be on this earth at this time is to, is to help humanity. And every time we have a positive thought, every time we meditate for the good, every time you say a prayer, you help the entire collective, not just yourself, not just, you know, your dog sitting next to you, although that does happen. And we, you know, I'm a dog person, so you know, that all the puppies have to be protected, right? But that helps everything, just like Bill said, is, you know, it's one, like one pebble in the pond, and one pebble in, a, in an entire ocean does make waves throughout, you know, and affects every fish, every planting, plankton, everything. So everything, especially now, more than ever before in our humanity, we need to concentrate or at least be aware of all these positive forces that are around us to help us to make things, make the, make a new world, a better world, this world that we have even better than it's ever been, not to lose what we've already got, which is what the dark side's trying to make you think, oh, you have to be in fear or, oh, you know, we're gonna, the market's gonna crash or you're gonna not have your house or, you know, or, you know, everybody's gonna die, you know? No, they're not, you know? Think something positive is having your whole family around. Even just planning, literally, just planning a birthday party for somebody you love and doing all those things, making a special meal, that's being positive. That's manifesting that kind of joy and love and happiness that you want to have for everybody. And just but when you're doing it, say, you know, I want all these lovely feelings that I have to go out for the whole world. And your angels will help spread that out. That's where, you know, a lot of help will come from. This is fascinating. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't have any other questions. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover before we finish up for tonight? Well, we'll have another hour, but. <laughs> no. I, you know what? Uh, just the thing is that's important 
you know, that uh, they that not all uh, entities living here on the planet have the soul spirit connection. Right. If you have a soul spirit connection, those are the creator beings. Okay. If you don't have that connection, maybe it's a new soul coming here or whatever. They cannot create, but they can only bring the energy off of people that have the connection. So if you're around somebody and they're really nice and everything, but they leave and you're ready to fall asleep, they're probably you feel bad. They, they're probably pulling your energy. And so you have to learn to understand that not all things, not all entities are the same. And you have to be aware of it and just protect Correct. Your, yourself and your space. But when you're with people of, of the same uh, creative ability of creating this positive world, right. then there's a chance of, you know, really making positive things happen. And right. it's not just, oh, you're thinking it. It's it's just a matter of living it. You know, that's the whole thing. So, you know what? Do Dr. Kim George talked about this. She says that like people like us are like fire creation spirits. She calls them just basically like you said, like. Beings, but then she said there's people and like and like this is like really big like in the simulation theory world is that there's npcs out there non-player characters they're just kind of like they kind of live in this psychic world and they, mm -hmm. what's yeah. that Catherine? psychic vampires they're there to just yeah dry i mean you're the battery and they're and they're you know plugged in they've got they, they cannot exist without you that's why they don't let you go uh, I did a, a book several years ago about a, abusive relationships. And that's one, that's the key cornerstone of abusive relationships. One person is the soul energy. The other person is, is a, I call them a sucker. You know, they just suck you dry. And it's more than just falling asleep is when you, you're around somebody and you get a bad feeling, walk away. Because that's not going to be good for you. You know, if, if you've got any kind of misgivings, there's a reason your soul is trying to talk to you and tell you, this is not good for us. We we want to go to a different party. Yeah, they, they, it's kind of like our, our, our intuition. Like, if we, like yeah. especially now with how tapped in people are getting, like, our intuition kind of lets us know and guides us. Like, I think more people need to trust their intuition more, right? I mean, that's what... Well, it's like if you're driving down the road and you hear this voice that says, turn right. And you uh, say, oh, no, it's faster to go this way. And it's turn right. No, I'll go this way. So you go that way and it's, it's all kind of traffic and you're stuck for an hour. And if you want to went the other way so that they're there to help you. But if you don't listen to them, you got to listen. It doesn't do any good. So the more you listen to that voice, the, may, the more you're, it gives you a... a uh, an easier life so yeah you can go beat your head against the wall or you can listen and and uh and make serendipity happen in your life it's a lot <laughs> now, do you guys believe that there's like negative entities as well like as far as i would say there has to be like you know like demons and um and negative extraterrestrials uh beings that don't have our best interest in mind that don't want to see us progress well, you know what? The, they are all important, too, because they force us to get off of our chair and get in the field and, and uh, play the game. And learn to protect ourselves. And learn to protect ourselves and learn what to... What it takes. Yeah. So there is negative entities, right. but you can take it and, oh, they're out to destroy me. Or you can take it, oh, this is a, this is a yes. chance for me to learn and how to get through this. So we all have... as you know, we have a lot of power in ourselves, and taking back that power and learning what that's we, the lesson. That's the lesson it's right there. Taking yeah. our power back to, to protect ourselves. But yeah, with all the different people, you know, there's still a, a common thread that everyone's saying. Now they there's all oh, these ETs and there's this and that, but you know, it's you know, we're at a at living on a physical plane at a certain frequency. And you know, to think that we are everything when the frequency band is so little that that's the only thing we can see, feel, touch, or know. And is that little beam band of frequency when there's so unlimited so amounts more. of frequency all around us where there could be uh, entities living and different uh, things happening and all this stuff. And, and so that's why you want to be able to realize as souls 
we're more than this physical body and we're able to connect with these higher dimensional beings. And, you know, if you ask for help, you'll get help. But if you forget to ask and you go through uh, life beating your head against the wall, that's fine too. But the real thing, the most important thing I would say is learning to uh, ask your angels, your guides, your the different beings that are around you to help you, family members, etc. They're here and watching over you. And so many people don't ever ask for the help. If you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it. Now, is there, Catherine, do you know, is there any like specific prayers that people can pray to their angels to ask them for help? Or like, is it just like a basic, like, you know, like, hey, I need help. Like, um, what, what, how should we be asking? Like, what's, what's the best way to ask? Hey, I need help is the best way to ask. Just ask and always say thank you. That's a very big thing with the angels. There are specific prayers. One I gave when we had the podcast, you know, you and I together, is when the aliens come to this earth, they have a prayer that they say for protection because it is so negative here. It is so difficult here. There is disease here. There is want. There is misery, pain you know, heartbreak. They don't have that where they are. And and for them to go through the emotions, they, that prayer, and if you want me to, I'll tell that prayer. I, I, I did post it for one of the, your listeners last time, but it is um, almighty, almighty creator, God of the universe. Hear this day, my petition and prayer. Surround us now with the divine fire of abundance. Surround us now with your divine fire of protection. Surround us now with the divine fire of perfect healing. Surround us now with the divine fire of abundance. I now command the hand of Almighty God. That's asking. I now command the hand of Almighty God on my behalf. Let it be so. In the blessed name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, if the aliens are saying that when they come here, that's got to be something very, very powerful. Very powerful. Yeah, what's the Hawaiian one? And then the Hawaiian one is, um, I've... I, I'm sorry. I love. I I forgive you. I love you. I love you, and I release you. I think that's what it is. But it's something like that. It's the whole hope. I, I can never say it's a hope and pono prayer. <laughs> and you can look it up. It's H O P O P O N O P O or something like that. And the Hawaiian prayer is a very special one. And, and it's, it's to release everyone from all your past lives and dimensions and, per, and places and all thoughts and things that are ever, if they were ever a part of your divine path in life, you release them. And, and you, you only want the ones that are part of your divine path in life to come to you. And that's very, very important. Bill and I have one of those prayers that we say a lot too, but to be, to, to, constantly um you know wrote prayers all the time one of the problem one of the problems i see and probably a personal problem is then it just becomes this rote thing and it's not my heartfelt longing to to be with my angel and talk with my angel and really you know tears falling from my eyes i want your help you know i'm i'm desperate i need help right now that kind of thing you know when you're really pleading they answer you in a minute they're all over the place and that's what you want you want you want to feel them you want to see them they come to you in dreams you know you walk around the house and you see a little shadow out of the corner of your eye that's your angels that's a guide helping you out they're there to say thank you i'm glad you're here now this sounds funny, but do you need to say the prayer out loud, or can you say it? Can you like say a prayer in your head, and like they'll you still hear it? You can say it in your head. Either not, way is good. Either way is good. Yeah, uh, uh, there's time, like especially if you're in a big gathering or something, and and I get the heebie-jeebies when I'm around somebody, I'll be saying that prayer silently. Yeah, we know what the most uh, skull says. Uh, one of the things we can do to save us at this time is through prayer it's very powerful we don't realize it you know you hear it all your life but if you can do put your heart in your prayers and ask for divine intervention uh we we make a change we, we can make a change, a change in the world yeah. we can change the world and we do that we pray for the world you know uh, every day for the world to, i mean that is our 
mission is is to you know help the world. I don't want to save the world, but you know help the world. <laughs> and we're lucky to have people like you guys out there that want to do this for the world. I mean, I think that's really commendable that you guys want to like take such a big stance and try to free the world from like the oppression that we're kind of in right now. And I, I think it does come from like government too. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's a lot of it. Like they keep, yeah. they keep people down. They keep people working nine to five jobs so they can't explore their dreams. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a whole, it's a whole game we're in. It's, it's like, I, that's why I kind of like the simulation theory too, because like it almost seems to me like this is a game. You know, if you look at it like it's a game, you can win the game. You can, you know, because I was a literature student, you know, my first class in college was the Greek mythology and the Greek and studying all the Greek writers. Well, the all the Greek religion was all about the gods playing games with human beings. It was a game. It was a simulation. We've just gone back to realizing the Greeks are right in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know? Like so, what was it? Plato talked about uh, Plato's cave, where he's talking about like he, you can only see the inside of the cave; you can't see outside of the cave. But then he right. steps out and sees outside of the cave. That's it's kind of like what we have to do here. Well, this has been fascinating. This has yeah. been so much fun. And you guys, if you guys want to tell everybody again where you're going to be, or or if you want to give your websites or whatever you want to promote, thank you so much. Oh, you're oh, welcome. Uh, Bill's yeah. website is is www bill homan and the mitchell hedges crystal skull.com or you can just go www.mitchellhedges.com right yeah okay mitchellhedges.com and is there, is, there a, is there a space in there is it mitchell dash hedges or is you it can do it either way either, either way either way is okay yeah. either way okay. is okay yeah we've got it all of them driven to his new one and um and and so if somebody wants a special session you know one-on-one we can do that for them that's that's really cool. yeah, and if you can make it to uh, down to the separate room. That's you know. we, we got room for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's that's an interesting place. They're going to have a lot of different indigenous elders there, and uh, all the grandmothers are going to be there. Yeah, so, so it should be uh, quite interesting. And just the the energy of this ancient uh, site of the serpent of the serpent mound and in the serpent there's two places one if you it lines up with the solstice and another one lines up with the equinox, the equinox. so it's it, it uh it's pretty the, cool how they did that thousands and thousands of years ago you know it's it's there because this was the mound builders you know back yeah so but that's uh, fascinating is it only going to be a one-day thing or is it is it no, a serpent no, thing or is that a multiple okay. day thing yeah it's friday saturday sunday Wow. Yeah, so, yep, we, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's really, it's always enjoyable listening to your, the show and the different people you have. And I hope we, we added uh, a different dimension because everyone, you know, I find that everyone is picking up these different thoughts and they're saying it with different words. That's the whole problem with the human race. You know, it's the words before time and space back in the early earliest of times there was no words it was all mind to mind, mind, to mind. Communi communication and mind to mind communications then there is no misunderstanding but if you one person says a word and it's this and you think it's really bad another person is trying to say something nice with that word there's there's that conflict but when you do mind to mind con uh, uh communication there's never a a mess up so well, you know what's interesting about that is they say that the, the Tower of Babel incident was something that That's a right. lot of people say that that was could have been like humans trying to kind of escape, and then they whoever it was like the gods or gods it was one of the gods I'm sure there's many of them spread right. out the languages and that's when we all started having wars. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I got that right. From what I understand, that's pretty close. That's but pretty it, close. Yeah. So before they had to communicate with their mouths, they would communicate perfectly with, with their, their minds. With their minds and their third eye. But once they had different languages and different things like that, that's when everyone separated. It's and miscommunication all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So, that's probably how a lot of wars besides false flag. That's probably why sure. like wars get started too, is like miscommunication, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah.
Yeah. Well, this has been fascinating. Thank you guys. And I'll send you guys a link when I post it. It probably won't be tomorrow, but the next day, because I'm behind on posting videos. I've been doing a lot of interviews. So I'm starting a new job in like nine yeah. days or something. So that's why I don't know if I'll be able to make it to Serpent Mom because I have to start a new job. But, um, okay. but I, I might try to make it like if I have off that Saturday, I'll try to make it that Saturday and, and that at least try to come cool. day. Just let us know and we'll we'll, we'll uh, warm up the bed in your room with an electric blanket or something. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. You okay, too. Have you. a good night. All right. Nice meeting you guys.